Psydactic Residency Edition, and welcome to 2023 with me. I'm Dr. O'Leary, a third-year psychiatry resident in the National Capital Region. Nothing about this year has changed anything except an arbitrary number on your calendar. So that means my opinion is still only my opinion. It doesn't represent that of the residency program, the Department of Defense, the federal government, or the Galactic Empire. Nor is my opinion special. I like what I say here, I wouldn't say it, but that's not evidence that it's right. I want to start the year a little differently, and instead of covering a particular disorder or treatment, I want to discuss our psychiatric health. And by that, I mean the psychiatric health of physicians and other healthcare providers. I decided to discuss this because society is an upheaval in the way that it discusses mental health. There are many loud voices out there. Some of these advocate for more openness and less stigma with regard to how we treat people with behavioral and psychological disorders. And by treat, I don't mean with drugs or therapies, but with our words, actions, policies, laws, and inactions. One example of these voices is Dr. Jake Goodman, a psychiatry resident, and he was reported in an Inverse article called Can Doctors Practice with Mental Health Issues Viral Photo Reveals a Contentious Debate after he posted on TikTok a photo. He posed with a pill on his tongue to demonstrate that even as a physician, he may also need medication assistance for his mental health. The outpouring of support vitriol, and shenanigans that resulted demonstrates how divided our society is on this issue and in many ways how unrealistic our view of doctors and of mental health is. There are those who believe that doctors must be superhuman and impervious to the same behavioral health struggles that the rest of humanity faces. To be otherwise is to be unfit to practice medicine. This is often tied to the notion that those needing psychiatric care suffer from some flaw of character instead of a flaw of the flesh. And even if it is the flesh, doctors can't have those flaws. I remember being raised hearing statements like, psychiatrists think that pills can solve all your problems, and a lot of other strawman characterizations of the medication-industrial complex. I even witnessed children being blamed by their father for why their mother was admitted to a psychiatric hospital. Had they only behaved better, she would not be there. Something between one-third and a half of the patients uh, that report to me tell me that they were raised not to believe in mental illness, or at least that mental illness was more of just a weakness of will, or some <laughs> supernatural affliction brought on by some deficiency of their faith. For much of the world, these views still predominate. One of the most 
popular among educated Americans is that psychiatric diagnoses were invented by pharmaceutical companies to sell drugs. One would think that these views would have been put to rest by now by our medical associations and the state's medical boards decades ago. But surprisingly, almost the opposite is true. Doctors over the last century have been systematically punished by state medical boards for revealing mental health issues even when there have been no actual performance issues. They report being demeaned and forced to appear to defend themselves for crimes such as seeking marriage counseling. Some report driving hundreds of miles and paying in cash to receive anonymous care that they're never going to have to report to their medical board. I know physicians who put off seeking mental health care for over a decade out of fear that telling anyone about their suffering would result in dire consequences for their career. Medical licensing boards and physician health programs, or PHPs, have been criticized for operating without any due process in a system where rules and the rulings are arbitrary, and there really is no recourse for physicians. The mental health crisis of the pandemic has done little to actually change this. As of September 2022, fewer than half of state medical boards had meaningful changes that were recommended by the Federation of State Medical Boards in 2018 to reduce stigma and protect physicians from invasive violations of their personal rights and protected health information. A series published in Qualitative Research in Medicine and Health included a paper titled Physician-Friendly States for Mental Health, a Comparison of Medical Licensing Board's Applications. It curiously implies that some states have policies that are anathema to physicians seeking mental health care. Let me read you a, a question included as a figure in, in, in this paper for Alaska's medical licensing application. Quote, Check each condition you have ever been diagnosed with, treated for, or currently have. Bipolar disorder, hypomania, schizophrenia, depression, seasonal affective, depressive neurosis, any condition requiring chronic chronic medical or behavioral treatment, kleptomania, pyromania, delirium, paranoia. Now, there were 11 other questions on Alaska's license application about mental health. One of them asked if the application is, or the applicant is, or has ever taken a controlled substance for any of these disorders. It doesn't take a genius to infer that these questions are not included in order to support physician mental health. These are written out of fear. Fear that some crazy physician will sneak through the cracks and hurt people. One of the defining moments of the pandemic was when Dr. Lorna Breen, after weeks of battling COVID, in a New York City emergency room, took her own life. 
Dr. Breen's suicide is part of a larger picture. Physicians are at least twice as likely to die by suicide than the general population, and this rate is even higher for female physicians than males. The already high rates of burnout among all healthcare professionals skyrocketed during the pandemic, resulted in thousands exiting the profession prematurely. This resulted in action from Congress, and President Biden recently signed the Dr. Lorna Breen Healthcare Provider Protection Act into law. JAMA, the Journal of the American Medical Association, reports that the Breen Act provides $135 million federal dollars over three years uh, with three main objectives. I quote, First, it requires the Secretary of Health and Human Services to establish and share evidence-based strategies to improve mental health and prevent suicides among healthcare professionals within two years. Second, it funds the creation of a national education and awareness initiative to encourage healthcare professionals to pursue mental health and substance use treatment and to reduce the stigma of doing so. Third, it authorizes the Secretary of Health and Human Services to award three-year grants or contracts to healthcare entities and training institutions to create new initiatives aimed at improving the mental health and healthcare professionals. Unquote. Whew, that sounds like a lot of things, but it also sounds very vague. For those of us who are more than a little skeptical of impressing-sounding initiatives that also seem to lack any concrete objectives or directives, this act may be described at best as a step in the right direction. To me, it sounds like a new positive psychology initiative that's flush with cash and anemic of evidence— Greg Jassani, in March 21 of 2022, uh, in an article in STAT, called the bill fundamentally flawed in its approach and is unlikely to achieve its desired effects. He points out that initiatives like these in the past have failed to produce any durable results and even worse, failed to address any primary causes of burnout or suicide. What is going to stop physicians from feeling like their efforts are either meaningless or unappreciated or just not worth the effort? $135 million worth of research? Politically motivated incentives certainly aren't and never have cared very much about high-quality evidence. They care about optics. Congress could have passed various reforms, such as special protections for physicians from state licensing boards, or limits on physicians' health programs' unregulated power to destroy their lives if they have mental health needs. They could have provided money or mandates to increase salaries uh, or to increase the number of providers. They could have done a million things other than empower an agency to make some recommendations and encourage health care institutions to promote dubious yet, quote, evidence-based programs, unquote, as major breakthroughs in order to secure federal funding and prestige. The incentives are not there to create enduring change. Maybe you can sense the cynicism in my voice. 
the legislation could have done something even more simple. Just just formally require that recommendations of the Federation of State and Medical Boards in 2018 be followed. These recommendations include small changes like ask one question consistent with Federation of State Medical Board's recommended language that addresses all mental and physical health conditions as one with no added explanations, asterisks, or fine print. Refrain from asking probing questions about an applicant's health altogether. Implement an attestation model that uses supportive language around mental health and offers safe haven non-reporting options to physicians who are receiving care. It seems like the recommendations already exist. Medical Economics reported on September 5th, 2022, that only 17 states have aligned their applications with the above recommendations. Instead, we have a nations of doctors who may never seek psychiatric treatment because they are uncomfortable lying on their applications. I started this episode because I read about a doctor reporting that he takes medication on TikTok. And this resulted in a major controversy. The reason it was a controversy is because the medication was used to treat his brain instead of his kidney or his heart or his skin or his esophagus or his erection. It's going to take a lot more than some resiliency initiatives to fix this. Thank you for your time. This is Dr. Rowe, and this has been an episode of Psydactic Residency Edition.